0: Hello friends and welcome back to another episode of the interactive podcast. I'm your host Angela Racine. All right it is June. Happy June you guys. Oh my goodness. I've been seeing online a lot how we are halfway through the year and I'm like hold up. Like (laughs) 2023 is absolutely flying by. Oh my goodness. When I've been, like, seeing those posts, like, I get that it's June, but I I guess it didn't click that, like, we're genuinely six months through the year and that is wild. And what is absolutely even more wild about June is I have less than two weeks before I'm moving halfway across the country. Like, you're joking. I... I feel like it still hasn't hit me. I don't know when it's going to hit me. Like, it is absolutely so crazy. I genuinely, I mean, I personally don't know anyone my age. Like, I don't know personally anyone my age that has done this. Like, obviously, I know of plenty of people. I've seen it online, whatever. But, like, as for people I actually know, I don't know anyone who is, like, moving like I am. It's, like, kind of crazy. Granted, I don't know, like, millions of people, but I don't know anyone that's, like, moving out this early, let alone, like, (laughs) moving halfway across the country like a fucking freak. I don't know. But I'm just so fucking excited, dude. I can't wait. Less than two weeks. I think it's literally, like, 12 days away. What is today? Today is the 8th, and I'm pulling up a calendar right now. I leave the 21st. Oh my goodness, yeah. Less than two weeks. Ah, that's so crazy. But what's even crazier is that, Next week, I'm going on a cruise. So, and then I get back the 19th. So, then I only have the 20th and then I need to be up at like 3 a.m. the 21st to get on my flight. Oh my god. It's going to be like such a hectic next two, three, four, five weeks. But like, it's going to be so exciting. I am so excited for my cruise. I feel like I haven't really been talking about it. So, my dad and his girlfriend for Christmas got me and my boyfriend a cruise together. So, the four of us are all going on a cruise. It leaves out of New York City, and it goes down to the Bahamas. I think it's only, like, five days long, which is honestly perfect. That's, like, all I need. But it is the maiden voyage for this ship, which is pretty cool. So, it's absolutely packed. Every single room is booked. Apparently, there's a really nice gym on board. Like, there's a whole deck just for a gym, but... Personally, I don't think that I'm going to be working out. Honestly, the only times I do work out on vacation is when it's more of a like low-key, kind of like going to Florida kind of thing. Like we've already done it. We're just kind of laying around, not really doing anything. But cruises are fun. I haven't been on a cruise in so long. I've been on three cruises so far. I did two Disney cruises when I was in middle school and then I actually, one of them was a New Year's Eve cruise, which was really fucking dope. That one was so much fun. Celebrating New Year's Eve on a cruise ship is, like, an insane experience. Y'all have to try it if you can. (laughs) But then my third cruise was to Cuba, actually, and I'm pretty sure that travel to Cuba is prohibited again, but we got in, in, like, a really short window of time, so I'm really grateful that I had that opportunity. And now we're doing the Bahamas again, which I am super excited for. So, that's coming up really soon, too. I think I'm leaving on, I want to say the 15th. So that is what, six days away? Did I do the math correctly? Eight, nine, ten? One, two, three, four. I lost track. <laughs> 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 Guys, I literally just tried counting from eight to 15, like on my fingers. I could not keep track. I think that's. Oh, it's seven days. Duh, because eight plus eight is 16. Anyway, that made me sound so fucking stupid. Oh my god, I like promise that I'm actually smarter than that. (laughs) But yeah, going on the cruise, really excited for that. But today is kind of having a lot of chaos because tomorrow me and my boyfriend are meeting up with Um, (laughs) I was going, I was like debating if whether or not I was going to try to explain it. Cause I feel like when you say like boyfriends, moms, cousins, neighbors, like it gets so confusing, but me and my boyfriend are meeting up tomorrow with my cousin's husband (laughs) because he is like a part of a shipping company and he was able to make and ship a crate of things for us down to Austin for very cheap, what cheap in relative terms to, you know, other ways of shipping and getting things down there but i am so 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 grateful for that so we're meeting up with him tomorrow he's making the crate for us he's shipping it down and everything all we have to do is bring him our shit but that means i need to pack all of my shit today and guys i have a lot of stuff i have clothes i have shoes i have accessories i have decorations and like the decorations and shit like that i'm not going to prioritize but we have a 43 inch tv i have a printer an air fryer I have everything you would ever need for a kitchen, a bunch of random laundry stuff, just like a lot of random things that when I was moving out of my college apartment, I was able to all take with me. So it's great that I have a lot of stuff that we don't need to repurchase, but now I'm going to have to see if we could fit it all when we're shipping. So right after I'm done recording this episode, that is going to be my big project for the next few hours before my boyfriend comes and helps me a bit. Because we need to get everything packed and ready to be shipped. And I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but I'm gonna figure it out. So I got that going for me. Not only do I have to pack for the shipping crates, but I also need to pack for the cruise. Then I need to pack for the apartment. And I'm actually pretty lucky because two days after we move in, my mom is coming down for a couple days to visit and help us out, move in, get ourselves situated, all that good stuff. So, it's pretty nice because all of my overflow and, like, extras, I'll be able to have her bring down for me. So, she's obviously going to bring a checked bag and I can, like, fill that as well. So, that's pretty cool. But that's nice. Actually, speaking of my mom. So, oh my god, I still feel so guilty, you guys. So, the other day, I've been needing to go to the mall because There's Sephora there, and I need just, like, a refill on a couple skincare and, like, makeup stuff, right? So, the mall that I like to go to is 45 minutes away. And honestly, that's kind of, like, the distance of any mall I really want to go to, to be honest. We have outlets in my town, but we don't have, like, a big mall. You know what I'm saying? So, I drive 45 minutes all the way to the mall. I kind of was not in the best mood. I was a bit in my head. And I literally get to the mall. I am about to turn left into the parking lot and I'm like looking at the mall. I'm just like ready to turn. I'm just eager to get there and I didn't even realize like I don't even know how it happened. I was just so in my head and distracted that I didn't realize the light turned red and I hit the car in front of me. (sighs) I hate admitting that because I've never gotten in an accident before and like I usually pride myself in my good driving so it was really embarrassing it was really guilt inducing i felt so 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 terrible thankfully i mean i was just like at a stoplight about to turn left so i was not going fast whatsoever like at all probably no more than 20 miles an hour And the car in front of me, thankfully, had zero damage. Like, not a scratch to her car, thank goodness. Because I did not want to deal with, like, another person getting mad about their car being banged up. Like, I would feel a million times worse. But I still feel so bad because my mom drives a Mercedes. It's a nice car. And, like, I'm grateful enough where she has been, like, letting me use it every day as long as I drive her to school and all that. So her work she works at a school she's not in school but (laughs) that's her like job her employment anyway i i just felt so so bad and at first obviously like when the cars are right next to each other like the woman couldn't tell if her car had any damage so she was like all mad at me which like as she should be but she was being like pretty rude when i was being very 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 apologetic, understanding, flexible. I was, like, I'll do whatever you need me to do. I'll get you whatever you need me to get you. Like, all that good stuff. So, (laughs) also, to make matters worse, I had to pee so bad the entire time between, like, drinking water in a 45-minute car ride and then, like, anxiety. Oh, my god, my bladder was, like, about a burst, I swear. So, it takes the cops, like, maybe half an hour to get there, whatever. Just one guy came, and thankfully, he was so, so, so nice. So when he comes I back up my car because we didn't move the cars until um he got there obviously and I move my car and basically I don't know what it's called but the woman had like is it called a hatch? Am I like using the correct term? But it's this like metal pole thing and it like sticks out like a foot behind her car and it has like a ball on it. I don't know what it's called but I hope I'm like describing it accurately and basically that like punctured through my car but it like kept her car safe which like I would rather have honestly but I was like I was so embarrassed because I could not stop crying you guys oh my god like between me kind of being in my head and not having the best day already I had just driven 45 minutes I just wanted to get to the mall I had been meaning to go for a little while because I was like overdue for like this shopping trip real quick just to keep uh pick up a couple refills and then it's like I've never gotten in a car accident it wasn't even my car so I didn't know if anything was gonna happen to me and like I said it's a nice car it's my mom's car I felt so so terrible and then like then once the cop got there and the woman realized her car is okay she was like being really nice to me she gave me a hug she said there's like bigger things to worry about and then thank god like everyone was like at this point being really really good to me the cop just gave me a warning I didn't even get a ticket which Again, I'm so 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 extremely grateful for. And just thank God no one got hurt and thank God the other car is okay. Everything was fine. <sighs> I'm like, I don't know. I just like I'm afraid people are going to get mad at me. I don't know. I just feel really guilty about the accident. I literally just like sat in the car for like probably another almost 2 hours just like fucking crying because I was like beside myself and I was not ready to drive home. And I have not driven since. That was like a couple days ago. Yesterday, I was like still pretty shaken up from it and I, like, didn't even want to get in a car. Now I'm feeling better about it today. I, again, just, like, still feel really bad, obviously, (laughs) but that's in the past. It happens. There's nothing I can do about it now. Insurance is going to cover all of it, so I'm hoping it's not any more of a big deal than I've made it out to be, you know, But besides the fact, speaking of my mom, speaking of family, I have been visiting family a lot recently. We went to my aunt's house for Memorial Day. That's always a fun time. Then me and my boyfriend went back to my aunt's house for a little bit of a grad party, again, for us just to see some more family, which is really nice. And then I've just been hanging out with my sister a lot. We finished Game of Thrones. That was my second time watching it. That was her first time. Oh my goodness, such a good show. I am already done, almost done rewatching my second run-through of Bojack Horseman. <laughs> I'm just so obsessed with it. But yeah, we've been hanging out, which has been really fun. I've just been honestly lounging around a lot while I can. This is kind of, like, the first time in a long time that I don't have any job or class to go to. So I just, like, technically have nothing. But obviously, like, I keep... Very on top of my socials. I'm always trying to get great content for you guys. I'm posting daily on TikTok. I'm trying to keep up with OnlyFans. You know, I got my Instagram, this podcast. I'm still trying to figure out Lemon 8, to be honest. I can't really tell if it's going anywhere, but I like the space enough where I've been like posting regularly enough on it. And then obviously going to the gym every day and trying to get everything ready for my move. So I feel like I've been super busy, but I also understand that. This is the least busy I'm going to be in a while because once I, um, start my job, that's obviously going to take up, like, everything, you know? (laughs) It's gonna take up all my time. Oh my god, speaking of my job, guys, I got a job! Yay! I'm clapping in the mic, I hope that wasn't too loud. (laughs) But yeah, I got a job, oh my goodness, I'm, like, cheesing so much about it, I'm smiling so hard. But um, basically, I'm working at a commercial gym, a little 24-hour fitness. I am eventually going to be a personal trainer there. But for the first couple weeks, they like to have their new hires on front desk, which I completely agree with. That makes the most sense to me, honestly, because I can get to know the staff, get to know the members, kind of see how the gym operates, get a feel for everything, get to start networking, get to meet the clients, the members, all that good stuff, So, I'm, like, really, really excited. I'm a little bit nervous, but, I mean, that comes with anything that's new to someone, right? Obviously, if you've never done something before, you're going to be nervous for it, especially when it's, like, something that you're really passionate about and you want to, like, impress other people, you know? So, definitely ready to put my best foot forward. I am super, super excited about that but that's kind of the reason why I have this episode this week, which is what I'm expecting as a new personal trainer. So, now that I'm going to be working in this big commercial gym, it has everything, y'all. It's got, like, a pool, it has every piece of equipment possible, it has, like, a regulation size basketball court, personal training program, sauna, like, everything. Everything. Which I think is so dope. So, I was planning at first to join an outdoor gym in Austin, but I think since I'm probably going to get a free membership since I'm working there, I'm just going to stick at the gym that I work at for now because that'll definitely save me a lot of money on my monthly expenses. So I'm going to stick there. I'm so excited. It's actually so crazy. I already know one of my coworkers. Like, the world is so small. So, basically, I didn't do, like, a full big announcement on my Instagram, but I, on my close friends, posted that I officially got the job because I did, like, the two interviews and then they offered it to me. I filled all of the paperwork, whatever. So, one of my friends, May, if you're listening, hi, girl, Um, we actually met when me and Caroline visited Austin last August, and May's around the same age as me. Her and her boyfriend moved down to Austin last summer. And she texted me and she was like, this is so random, but is the job you got at 24 hour fitness? Because my boyfriend works there and they said that the staff was talking about this new hire. And I was like, oh my God, like, (laughs) yes. So that is so crazy. And they had mentioned like, oh, we have a guy at front desk right now that he's going to start personal training and they were talking about him. So I'm really happy that I'm already going to have a familiar face there. That definitely makes me feel a lot better. And she said that he's really happy working there. So, that makes me feel really solid going into it. So, I'm just all smiles. I'm so excited for, like, this next journey. It still doesn't feel real. I just can't wait to be down there. But, I mean, I've been talking about that for the last fucking how many months? I'm sure you guys get the idea. (laughs) So, enough fucking talking about all about myself. Let's jump into the episode so the this is a list of seven things as to what I'm expecting as a new young personal trainer. So jumping into it, the number one thing that I'm expecting is people not taking me seriously. So I understand that I'm a young girl, I'm only 22, I'm fresh out of college, I've only ever had two clients before and it was only for a couple weeks I'm gonna be very new to the area, very new to training, new to working in a big commercial gym setting. I understand that there's a lot of reasons on paper why someone might not want to take me seriously, but at the same time, I'm not really too worried about this because I feel like once everyone sees how I carry myself and how well-spoken I am and when I you know, exhibit my knowledge and I use my knowledge during my sessions, I'm sure people are going to pick up very quickly on, okay, we're not going to mess with her. Like, we can actually take her seriously, right? And obviously, I know it's going to take some time. It's obviously takes time for people to build respect and for me, you know, to build up a name for myself. And I understand that that takes time. I understand that it's going to take learning, trial and error, blah, blah, blah. Those are actually a couple other points that I'll speak on more, But I understand that it's going to take time for people not to take me seriously. And not just this, but being a young girl working in a gym space, I'm going to be wearing workout clothes, you know, like, and I'm sure there's going to be guys that want to give me a hard time or that are going to be looking at me or are going to be, like, making comments or try to make jokes at me and all that. And none of that stuff really bothers me or affects me, if I'm being honest. I understand that it's not a unique experience for me. And it's something that unfortunately almost every single girl has to deal with. Like, for example, me, my mom, and my sister went to Marshalls yesterday. I actually got the cutest fucking dresses. Oh my God, check out my TikTok. I did like a little try-and-haul. But um, me and my sister were in like tank tops and sweatpants and sneakers. We're not dressed cute at all. And we're walking in the parking lot, and of course, this car of guys is like, Oh, I want a piece of that. Mm, I wish. Like being fucking disgusting, you know what I'm saying? So, honestly, this, I mean, it's a sad reality, but I'm just used to it. And I'm used to it, period. So, if people try not to take me seriously just because of how I look or because of my age, like, I know in due time they'll find some respect for me. So, I know that's just something that comes with being new to training, being new to the field, new to the area, a young girl. It is what it is. But, like I said, I'm not really going to let that knock me down too much because I I need to, you know, I need to teach people how to respect me. And I'm honestly, like, I could see this as almost a good thing because I want to work for respect. I want people to say that they respect me because of the results they've seen for me, because of how they've seen me, c- like, carry myself, how I conduct my training. And I think it's almost better To earn respect than to just walk in and already have it because then you know like you appreciate something more when you've worked for it so that's the first thing i'm expecting the second thing as i touched on is i am expecting to do a lot a lot of learning right so obviously like i said i'm a new trainer i feel like in the fitness scene first of all there's new data new studies new information coming out all the time in regards to health, wellness, fitness, all that good stuff, because as much as we might not want to admit it, it's still a fairly new field for all of us, right? No one really had to go out of their way to lift heavy objects until recently because a lot of people's jobs were labor-intensive, right? Doing a lot of physical activity, physical labor, up until recently, you know, I think, what was it, like, mid to later 1900s when gyms became more popular, right? So, very, very new and are in a lot of people's lifetime, right? So, I understand that not only is there always going to be a lot of learning with all of the new studies that come out, but being a personal trainer, this is really a field where you just learn the more you're in the field, right? It's not like, okay, you go to college, you learn everything you need to learn, now you are 100% fully, perfectly equipped with all the information you could know, Well, that's not true because every person's body is different, right? Maybe this woman had a hip replacement. Maybe this guy has a condition that, like, limits his mobility. Maybe this person, you know, doesn't have, like, a left arm. Or maybe this person has asthma. Or this person has anxiety around doing this exercise. Or their lower back hurts. Everyone's bodies are so vastly different that I'm never expecting two clients that are perfectly alike, right? Everyone's different. So what works for one person is not going to work for another person. And I understand that I just need to build knowledge through experience in this field. And since I've only had two short-term clients, I have a lot of things that I'm going to learn, right? I'm going to learn from the other staff members. They actually have some more seasoned trainers. I think during my interview, They were saying there's one trainer that had been there for 15 years, another that has been there for 20. So I'm really excited to, like, pick their brain and learn a lot from them, hear the stories that they have to share with me. And I'm also really excited to learn about business, too. So during my interview, I had mentioned that one of my very long-term goals, definitely nothing soon, but long-term goals. Oh my goodness, such a tongue twister. Is I think it would be so sick to open up my own gym one day. But obviously, opening up a business, doing brick and mortar, like being your own boss, comes with so much responsibility. And there's so much on the back end that people don't know about. And I had brought that up, and they were like, oh, well, if you have any questions ever, like even about business, feel free to ask us. We love teaching each other and learning from each other, which is something that i also love i love teaching others and i love learning from others which you know personal training there you go but um i'm really excited to learn about business to see what their numbers look like how everything works behind the scenes it's definitely something that i have next to no knowledge about but i think that's why it excites me because a lot of learning typically comes very naturally for me and it comes pretty easy to me but when it's just like a fresh slate and I know nothing about it, I am so excited to like start putting all the pieces together. So a lot of learning coming my way. Thankfully, I do consider myself a lifelong learner. I love learning new things as long as it interests me, of course. So yeah, definitely prepared for that. That does make me nervous though, because I'm also like the type of person where I'm a perfectionist and I like to do everything perfectly. And I know with my first couple clients, even, like, five or ten years down the road, I still might come across someone where I'm stumped. And I know that it's going to frustrate me. And I know that it's going to make me, like, feel a little bit useless almost because I want to be the best trainer I can be. I want to be a wealth of knowledge. I want to be, like, a source of just, like, information for everyone And if I have a client and I can't give them an answer that works for them, oh my god, it's like I know that I'm going to have to deal with it, which is something that I will also need to learn, but it's going to be really tough for me. So a lot of learning coming my way. I'm excited to soak that all up. Number three, there is going to be a lot of trial and error. And the reason why I put this next to number two is because I feel like trial and error and learning go hand in hand. Obviously, if you make a mistake, you're going to learn from it, or at least I would hope so. And as I touched on previously, too, just working with a bunch of different types of clients, there's always going to be trial and error. Let's say I have someone who, let's say I typically start to work with people that want to lose weight, and then I come across a client that wants to gain weight. Okay, well, it might take me a little bit of a trial and error to figure that out because I've never worked with someone with that specific goal. So, while working with all of these different types of clients, I expect failures. I expect things to go wrong. I respect to make errors, but but that's all part of life. You know, trial and error is a part of everything. So as frustrating as it is and as discouraging as it is and as much as no one wants to fail or make mistakes or any of that, we learn from them. And I think that the most you can do about trial and error is just be prepared for it expect it to happen you know and like I'm going to need to work on not seeing that as a step back but instead a step forward because I'm going to learn from all of my mistakes because I feel like with me when I do something wrong or if I mess up I can like get in my head really easily about it or I can like blame myself and like you know knock myself down kind of beat myself up mentally but I'm definitely going to have to learn to just like deal with it and say okay, I screwed up. What can I do better next time? Period. Move on. Just, like, keep looking forward, right? Keep walking forward. What is that? Like, just keep swimming kind of thing, you know? So, that's definitely something that I'll have to overcome. Also, figuring out my niche. So, obviously, every single trainer has things that they're good at and things that they're bad at. Strengths and and weaknesses, right? So, figuring out my niche, what if I'm Really good at helping, you know, 20 something year old women gaining weight? Or what if I'm really good at training 50 year old women to lose, like, you know, lose some weight, put on some muscle, quote unquote, tone up, right? What if I'm really good at advanced ages to get them to stop using a walker? I don't know, random examples. I, through practice and experience and working with a bunch of different kinds of clients and people, I just need to figure out what I'm good at. So that, again, goes with trial and error. Maybe I take on a client and I realize that their goals aren't something that I'm great at, you know, or not something that I enjoy coaching. That's okay, you know? I Now I know. Now I know for next time, right? So I'm definitely going to have a lot of trial and error, making mistakes, figuring things out, and then learning from them. Which, again, I feel like with almost any job that's the case, but especially so for this kind of industry. Number four, I am expecting long days and hard work. (sighs) All right, so this was something that I was prepared for in one of my interviews. The guy basically told me that he's like, be ready because your first month of work, you are going to have no life you're going to spend every single minute of your day in the gym, you're going to be networking, you're going to be introducing yourself to the members, you're going to be learning from the other staff and trainers. It's just going to be very long days and this is because I need to get myself comfortable in the gym, I need to meet all of the staff, meet all the members, introduce myself, learn from everyone, learn what it's like working in a big commercial gym. I was telling them that The last gym that I worked at just hit 2,000 members when I had left and they told me they have like 8,000 members. So this gym is literally four times the size of what I'm used to. And I only worked at my other gym from, what was it, September to March, I think, the end of March. So y'all can do the math on that. I want to say it's around six months. I can't really remember. I mean. As y'all as y'all saw in the beginning of this episode, what happens when I try, you know, doing math <laughs> in front of the mic, so I'm not even going to try. But it's going to be hard work. It really is. It's going to take a lot for me to build a client base, which I will touch on more in my last couple points. And then, like I said, just, like, easing myself into the environment, integrating myself, meeting people, finally getting myself comfortable in the space... It's going to take hard work. And not just that, but obviously, as I've been saying, every single person's body is different. So, I'm never going to have two clients that are alike. So, every time I get a new client, it's something different that I need to work with, right? And it's going to take hard work to figure it out. Because obviously, I want to show my clients the best results possible, right? And results take time, and they take hard work, and they take a a long time, right? So, That's just something I'm going to have to get used to. I'm going to have to play the long game with a lot of things, not only with my clients, but with myself on learning a lot too. So I have to be prepared for that. Number five, speaking of building a client base, I am prepared and I expect, I'm prepared for and I expect a lot of rejection. So from rejection, I mean, not everyone wants a trainer. Or maybe not just that, but not everyone wants me as a trainer. So when I'm networking, when I'm introducing myself to other members, when I'm in the gym or outside of the gym and trying to, you know, build my client base, most people are going to say no and I have to be okay with that and I can't let that knock me down because I need to pick myself right back up and just, you know, go on to the next person and say, okay, next, I can't expect everything to be handed for to me, which again goes into the long days of hard work. But I just need to be prepared for it. I need to be prepared for rejection. I need to learn how to handle no being an answer to me. I need to know when to stop pushing. I also need to know when to keep pushing because a lot of people, they'll say yes on the second, third, or fourth time you ask. They won't always say yes the first time. If I walked up to someone and I just said, hey, do you want personal training? They're probably just going to say, what? No. But if I say, well, what are your goals? What do you struggle with? Oh, I can help you with that. Oh, this other client that I have works with, like, has thought that too and it worked well with them when I did this. Or maybe you need me to help you do this, X, Y, Z. I need to hook them and bait them in and show them why my services are valuable, So, not only do I need to accept rejection, but I also need to understand when to push past it and say, I'm not taking no as an answer. I know that I can like bag this client, right? So, that is something I also need to prepare for. Honestly, reading this list is like making me a little bit nervous, but it's good nerves, you know? Obviously, nerves are what push us to want to succeed, right? If I wasn't nervous, then I would have like no drive to do good, and that's no fun. So, yeah, a lot of rejection. Number six, two more. I need patience, right? So like I said, results take time. Building a client base takes time. Integrating myself into a new city and a new gym environment around like a whole new career, it takes time. And I need to be patient with this. Just like with all of my other notes, you know a lot of people or a lot of learning, trial and error, long days, rejection. All of this can, you know, ease itself and correct itself with time. So, when I'm working with clients, I need to be the one to remind them, results take time, you need to work at this, we need to stay consistent. And when I'm looking to build clients, you know, I can't expect that I'm going to have a full roster of 35 clients all within one month. It's going to take me a couple months to build, like work up to that full time, right? Work up to getting in enough sessions and all that good stuff. So it's, I'm going to need to be patient. And thankfully, that's something that I've really prepared myself for. Obviously, not everyone is the most perfect patient. I can definitely be impatient about some things at times, but I definitely believe in myself that I will be I'll be okay. I, <laughs> I'll, I'll do what needs to be done. You know, I'll be as patient as needed. And I mean, I'll just remind myself, everything takes time. Good things take time, right? Isn't that a saying? Like, Good things take time. I think so. But yeah, results take time. Working on clients takes time. And I feel like that's just going to be my mantra is like, <laughs> like, it's tough because I'm the type of person where like, if I could fast forward six months, I so would like right now, like six months from now, I'm hoping I'll be like established and settled down in Austin. I'll have like a good client base, you know, I'm going to be more comfortable in my job. But I mean, if I fast forwarded six months, then I wouldn't get all of those experiences, right? So it's just stuff that I need to work through and be patient with. Lastly, number seven, the last thing for this episode of what I'm expecting as a new young personal trainer is a lot of networking. And I know I touched on this earlier, but I felt like it so deserved its own point. I am going to be introducing myself to absolutely everybody, everywhere that I go. <laughs> because not only am I going to be in an absolutely new city, new state, new part of the country, new environment, but I'm in a new career, I'm in a new setting. I'm going to be meeting potential clients at the gym, which would be a warm lead. I can also meet clients outside of the gym as a cold lead, right? So let's say that I meet someone and they're saying like, oh, I've been considering starting personal training. I've been considering joining a gym or I want to switch gyms or I'm looking for a new trainer. Anyone that I meet anywhere, because anyone can work out. Anyone can work out. Even, I, I mean, as I was going into my interview, they were saying they even have people in wheelchairs that want to work out, right? Maybe to eventually get themselves out of that wheelchair or to just keep their strength for their upper body up, whatever it is. Everyone can benefit from exercise. So wherever I go, I need to see these people as, you know, a possible lead, right? So I need to be networking a lot, but I also need to remind myself of balance because with this type of career, I feel like it could be very easy to take your work home because as I just said, everywhere I go are possible clients, right? Or possible leads. But I can't always be in that mindset or else I'm going to drain myself too quickly and I'm going to get burnt out too soon, which is not good for anyone. But like I said, I do need to prepare myself for networking. I'm definitely envisioning a type of gym environment where while I'm working I'm constantly on the floor, constantly making conversation with members, asking them to sign up with me. I'm assuming it works where it's like, oh, you're a new member. Here's one free personal training session to like kind of hook them in. You know what I'm saying? Like a little intro session. One of the gyms that I actually used to go to, um, I did a free intro session with the trainer and I liked it. It was cool. But um, I'm definitely going to be on the other end of things now, <laughs> which is going to be a little bit weird at first. But I mean, it'll all pay off. It'll all be worth it. Yeah, I think that's all I have to say. Although I'm expecting a lot of challenges, I'm not viewing them as negatives because they aren't negatives. You know, everything takes hard work. Everything takes time. Everything, you know, at first you're not going to be taken too seriously. You kind of need to build some respect for your name, all that good stuff. I mean, yes, it's very prevalent in the personal training category and in the whole like fitness industry, but it, I would say in most jobs, people have similar struggles. So, reminding myself that everyone goes through it, it's all gonna work out. I just need to get over this first couple month hump of integrating myself and settling down, you know, building, building, what is it called? Digging my roots deepening my roots I don't know building my roots something like that (laughs) but yeah just like getting myself in there and yeah I'm definitely excited for the journey so on that note I'm going to wrap it up there I hope you guys enjoyed this little episode they had for y'all this week if you are listening on Apple you can rate it a five stars and leave a written review if you're listening on Spotify you can still rate me a little five stars if you'd like Um, If you want to see more of this podcast, you can check it out on Instagram at interactive.podcast. If you want to see more of me, you can find me on Instagram at AngelaR.fit. And I'll have my link tree in the show notes as usual. Check out all my links. Shop my links. I got some great stuff down there. I got my Amazon storefront that I'm always updating. I got my OnlyFans, if you're about that. I got all my other things. So definitely go check it out. Go support. Go show some love. And yeah, that is all I have for you guys this week. And I will see you guys next Friday. Bye, guys.